It looks great too. Oh, Lee's Lee's filling out. He's huge, like, holy chunky boy. Oh my god! For, <laughs> classic Ferrari fan. He's so big. Oh my god! How much does he weigh? Thirty pounds. <laughs> wow, he's he's much better than I was I was expecting. This is a bit jarring, to be honest with you. How, how many? What is he? Three months. Yeah, three months and a couple days. You guys have the same headset. You expense that? Oh yeah, this is a work. This is a work for sure. Is that Bluetooth? Um, it can be Bluetooth, but I'm actually hooked up a little USB thing. <laughs> a dongle. Rob, what was the adapter you needed? So this headset is it takes a, has a USB port, and my computer only has USB C. Oh my gosh. The little, the little yeah. teeny ones, because it's so it. thin and elegant. Um, so they send you an adapter. Perfect. Yeah, so smooth. <laughs> Guys, I am stoked for this podcast. I have so much material to share. Should we Should we hop in? Should we jump jump into the water? Or what do you think? <clears throat> Water's it's warm, ladies, boys. It's Ladybird's birthday tomorrow, so. Oh, congrats. Oh, wow. Wish her happy birthday tomorrow when you get the chance. Do we know how many yeah. years, or? Two. Two. Nice. <laughs> so immature. What'd you hey, get? Becky. Perhaps it's a little. <laughs> and Andrew. <laughs> also says. <laughs> and Andrew. They, they get her, <laughs> get her, uh, I'll get her a raw hide bone. That's nice. Yeah, yeah um, they love that. We're on episode 36, guys. So just keep that in mind. All right. Um, and we hmm. are. Well, I was re- recapping the Brazilian Grand Prix, the penultimate race of the season. Um, so let's see. Lewis got pole. <laughs> Max was on in second. This is, this no, is John no, no. is. Is John joining, or do I have to carry the uh, Max torch? See if I think you're gonna have to carry it. And Rob, wow, this is just a <laughs> riveting intro. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Oh, he's muted. He's muted himself because of the oh, baby. Okay. Um. So let, uh, let me go ahead. Let's, let's hit the reset button. Here. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do all, all right. Reset. So we're on episode thirty-six here. So a couple things uh, administrative. I think we should introduce seasons next year. So we're we're wrapping up season two, I believe, at the podcast. We'll be starting season three soon. Let's um, let's, let's but call it our sophomore season. You know, yeah, we're wrapping up our sophomore season. I, we're really in the dog days of F one right now. Uh, the championship is wrapped up for both driver and constructor. We're not. We're a little bit going through the motions. There's some mixing up. There's some uh, drama still to be had, but. Uh, we're getting down to it. So this past weekend, we watched the the Brazilian Grand Prix, which um, had some pretty good highlights, I thought. I, I thought, you know, the, the championships are wrapped up, but I thought there was still uh, pretty good racing this this past weekend. Yeah, but didn't there, you, there, go, going into the weekend, I, I agree with Charlie. You kind of thought, all right, everything's all settled pretty much. And, I mean, yes, we were gifted a wonderful race weekend, but that was not that was not an assured thing. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Um, okay. I mean, yeah, it's great when there's a championship on the line and 
Why don't you take us through uh, qualifying? What, what were the highlights, lowlights? All right. Well, um, Hamilton got pole, but Vettel was, I think, six one hundredths off in P two, so that was very close. Um, followed by Botas in three and Raikkonen in four. The Ferraris qualified in P in qualifying two on soft tires, while the Mercedes went for the super soft. So. That was going to give Mercedes a little bit of an advantage right off the line, initial grip, but Ferrari would have greater strategic options because they could run longer on the softs. Um, And then, really interestingly, the Red Bulls kind of are in no man's land. They knew they can't do the shootout in Q3 and try and get in the top four, but they're also so far uh, away from... Charlie, why are you seeing showing up twice here? No, he isn't for me. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, but but Red Bull is also so far ahead of you know the rest of the field that they have can do whatever they want. So the really interesting thing that Red Bull did was they spent all of qualifying dialing in their race trim. They were not worried about their qualifying performance. They knew they were going to come in five and six, almost no matter what. So. They really dialed in their car for the race to to the extent that no one else did. And I think we saw the results in the race. Red Bull had a great race car. Uh, Other notables, Sauber looks great. Like, they have really developed their car well. They were best of the rest uh, in qualifying. And Haas was up there, too. Um, Kind of a real disappointing tail off for Renault. And uh, it goes to say that uh, McLaren sucked ass. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, absolutely. You don't even have to mention them. Um, I, I kind of. I feel like Red Bull. They they just kind of operate at a different level. You know. I think they they're like the smartest ones out there. I would say. Christian Horner is just an absolute. I think mastermind. Thoughts. They can't tell there's a troll job. No, no, I'm serious. I think they they do the most with the least, and I think that proves. Well, uh, they have a yes. They have the third biggest budget. Yeah, well, no, so, that's what I'm saying. So wait, wait, like, let's let's talk tactics. And they're coming though. in third. I mean, uh, I think I see what you Almost mean. Almost one to I think it's a little bit of it's a little bit of the circumstances because they know they're at a deficit to Ferrari and. Uh, Mercedes from a power standpoint and for most races they're kind of the third they're sitting behind those two and not quite good enough to catch up so I think they are almost automatically taking these extra risks which when they pay off are like they look amazing and when they don't pay off they just still come in third so I think it's a little bit of the circumstance even as a Red Bull fan I'm not sure I'm ready to give Horner that much credit Mm. okay yeah, I mean, I just think he's um, he's definitely, maybe I'm just a little down on Ferrari, but he's definitely smarter than the Ferrari strategists. And uh, Go ahead. I root for Ferrari because I hate Mercedes, but I have to say that the Mercedes, the Ferrari strategists may be some of the dumbest in the paddock. God, ter- like they, terrible. It's like they've never watched, I, I've, watched I've watched more Grand Prix than them. <laughs> <laughs> wow uh, arguably i mean do you throw your resume in the hat at this point <laughs> i think i have to i mean i'm gonna polish it up i'm gonna put on this is my 36 podcast but end of the year that'll be 37 i would say that's i'm on the short list 
<laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, I agree, Rob. I thought the, you know, Leclerc also obviously had an impressive race. Um, I mean, just real quick on Vettel, I think it was it was talked about right afterwards that he had some kind of mechanical problems um, right off the bat. So his team knew right right away with, before the race even started that he didn't have a chance. So prayers for Sebastian. Yeah, I I hope he gets mentally right for next season. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Charlie, do you want to? Um, I see it's snowing, so I don't know if you want to just give us a little pep talk about the snow, how much you love it, and maybe just what it means to you to see the first snowfall of the year. I'm very excited for the snow. I had a, <laughs> I was a little disappointed on my ride home. You know, that first you walking out of the office, the Christmas lights <laughs> are on, the snow is coming down. It's a magical time of year, and I, I'm not sure why you find it so funny, but. Well, there's, there's, a, there's a little boy with a was cane just, <laughs> walking down the street, tiny Tim. Out. They're ringing, ringing the uh, Salvation Army bells. <laughs> do you do you donate to that? I hope so. I, I don't. <laughs> I like to donate time instead of money. You know. Okay, tell me about that. <laughs> I'm still figuring out. <laughs> okay, uh, but the snow the snow is always encouraging as a. As a winter man myself, I, I like it to be cold. I like to be snowing. I'm not afraid of the uh, commute or driving or what have you. So, you know, born from ice, as they say. Uh, I'm going to be working from home because... Tomorrow? It, it might be a little snowy tomorrow. Wow. Great call. Yeah, I'm, I'm also working from home, obviously. Did I, did I jump the gun by working from home today? Yes. Shoot. Okay. <clears throat> 100%. Alright, Rob, do you want to get into it? I mean, you said you had so much to talk about. Let's. Where do you want to start? Alright, so the I think that the, the kind of the most important thing to point out was that right off the bat kind of, I think Verstappen had a good start and he got up past Kimi uh, and Botas was driving like shit, and Botas is holding up. So, so this goes to one point. Botas is a bad driver, and he was holding up Max, and he was holding up Kimi, and he was holding up Sebastian Vettel for a good portion of the race until some of them passed him. Um, I don't know what he's done to deserve a drive in the most powerful constructor, but uh, I guess we'll see. Yeah, I, um, just want I bend I over totally, and take it from Lewis whenever they tell him to. I guess I totally agree. With you. That's like, exact. Mercedes could have so much more juice if they just got they insert a, a stud in there. I mean, that is such a fun team to watch, Charlie. To you, I think this is part of the plan of Mercedes. You have to get a beta in there to Hamilton's alpha. I mean, you got to make Hamilton happy. That's maximizing his points and. It's worked perfectly so far. They're winning the constructor championship. So maybe if we want to debate Ferrari throwing two powerhouses out there next year, I'm not sure Leclerc is ready for that. I just don't think they're threatened from a constructor championship standpoint. So that's why I think it's it's a good relationship, and they want to keep it that way. Yeah, fair point. I think. I mean, obviously, the the proof's in the pudding. They won won the individual. They won the constructor. So you can't really argue that. I do think, though, that in years past, I would have totally agreed Lewis needs a beta 
I think he's at a level, he's proven himself this year alone that he can compete with anybody, put anyone in there, he's going to be fine. He'll rise to the challenge. So in the race, Lewis pitted very early. Uh, I, I'm not going to ha- try and guess it, what it was, but he pitted very early. The, the, the Mercedes were tough on their tires. Um, and Max drove very late on his same compound, the super softs. So Max was cutting through the field. Um, and then he passed Lewis. And I think it was after Max's pit stop. So he was on pretty fresh tires and, and Lewis was on pretty old tires. Um, Max looked like he was going to win the race. He had a several second advantage. Uh, Brazil is not a very long track, so there's a lot of traffic on it. And the big event of the race, not to bury the lead here, was that Max Ocon was actually trying to pass Max. He was trying to unlap himself. He was two laps down because of a pit stop error from his team. But he had fresh new tires and... Uh, I think he had super soft tires on and Max had soft tires on and Ocon's refresher anyway. And he was like a, a second or a second and a half faster lap. He radios to his team. Can I unlap myself at least one of my two laps from Max? And they said, yeah, go ahead. Um, so at the end of the pit straight, Max defends the inside. That's not the racing line. It's a defensive position. Therefore, Max is showing he knew Ocon was there and trying to pass him and able to pass him. Max drives around the, uh, Ocon drives around the outside of turn one. And then Max is not fully clear of Ocon and just cuts across the nose of Ocon in turn two. Leaving Ocon no room. So Ocon's options were either hit the brakes and back out of the turn or kind of hit the side of Max's car. Ocon did get the penalty. I'll admit that the stewards gave Ocon a 10-second penalty. And the maximum penalty short of a race ban. Just but the reasoning was that Ocon was not challenging for a race, the race win. He was going for to unlap himself, and he would still be a lap down. So they were saying, and I disagree with that principle. I think that... Blue flag is a blue flag, but if you're trying to pass the race leader, you know, everyone's on equal footing. I have no excuse for what Max did. Like, he, he, I'll say this Max is getting his just desserts. He's trying to, like, develop this reputation for I'll crash anytime. And as soon as he's challenging for things that matter, like race wins and future and the championships in the future, this kind of attitude is going to come back to bite him. Lewis had it right on after the race where he said, You've got a lot more to lose than Ocon does. You have to behave differently. And, you know, I'm a Hamilton hater, but Hamilton would have never done that. There's I mean, there's so much to unpack there. I think let's uh, – a couple comments. We'll get through it all. Um, I do I, – I, I don't understand. Maybe you could explain to me. Why did he get – so you're allowed to unlap yourself, right? Yes. And it, to me, when I watched it back, it was clear that Ocon did not do anything – that was dangerous. He didn't do anything that wasn't just pure racing. So I'm I am confused why they did the 10 second penalty. Is that is that standard where if you're not challenging, you can that that's that they take that into consideration? Go ahead. He got the penalty because it's not racing when you're two laps down. You you need to defer to the leader. It, it, but you, I'll, I'll I'll expand upon my thoughts. I'm going to hand it back to you or Rob in a second. But 
you can't shake your head, Rob. I totally disagree with this this phrase. Like, if you're trying to pass the race later, fair game. No, that's why he got the penalty. You cannot interfere with the actual race if you're two laps down. Even and I'll come back. To, yeah, so I'll I'll leave that. I'll okay. share my. Rob, do, you, do, you have, do you have a point to that? Yeah, okay. it's that Charlie's saying you're not racing, and so correct. Ocon is not racing Max, but Ocon was racing other midfield teams. Force India is trying to do well. The const- final constructor ranking is still in flux, and Ocon has a right to race other people. It's it it is not as if he's getting blue flags and refusing to move over. He was attempting an overtake. He was the faster car. And I just don't see why we have to have the midfield race take a, an unfair backseat to the race lead. Yeah. So go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say one, I think it's just that Rob is kind of whispering this podcast because his children, I assume sleeping or calming down. Um, But he is not his car may be faster you pass on the straights when it's safe again he got penalized at 10 he got the 10 second penalty because he did something wrong period end of story okay. no it's not period I, end I mean, of story i disagree with the Stuart, the rationale behind it yeah i uh, no, so rob or the yeah the stewards. I mean, the stewards do have more experience arguably who know who's to say um but I it would be totally different if you're right if Ocon was getting a blue flag and Verstappen trying to pass him and he like and Ocon defended his position that's different to me he was the faster as Rob said he's the faster car you can pass on the turn you can pass on the straight you can pass wherever he just chose to pass on that turn Verstappen had everything to lose he risked it and he paid the the price that's the number one passing spot on the track. Ocon's made, yeah, he said that. He said he passed like eight people on that turn. Every, I mean, Max made a bunch of passes on the outside. Same thing that that Ocon did. It's just ridiculous. Go ahead, Charlie. Sure, you can unlap yourself. You can pass the race leader if you can actually do it. Again, Max had the nose. His nose was front in front leading into that turn. That's why he has to hit the brakes. Ocon does. Max's back wheel hit the front of Ocon's car. He had the turn. I so that, it was totally. It was totally. Let me finish. It was totally Ocon's fault. That's why he got penalized. He should have backed off. But that being said, I agree with your earlier point, and I totally agree with Lewis Hamilton. Max made the wrong decision to defend. He should have let him pass. That wasn't his race either. And I think it's a very important lesson learned for him going forward because this race really means not too much in the grand scheme of things. But at the end of the day, Ocon should have backed off because he did not let, successfully pack, pass him. He was fighting in the corner with the race leader when he was two laps down. Let's break this down for a second. Assume that Ocon and Max were battling for position. Okay? So they're on the same lap. Are you with me? Yeah. Now, the way that they drove those two corners, Ocon goes around, it's an S-turn, so Ocon goes around the outside on turn one, and then he's positioned for the inside on turn two, but Max is ahead of him, but not clear. So they're battling for position. Charlie, is it your position, is it your statement here, that Ocon would have been responsible for the collision, such that he should have been penalized, 
or would you say it was a racing incident, no pe- penalty, or would you say Max is at fault? I would say mostly racing. 50-50. Andrew. I would, I mean, uh, Max was at fault, in my opinion. I agree with Andrew. You can't just pick, cut off a car. You're Unless you're clear of the car, you can't cut in front of it. No, you can. You can. There is a fine line there. I mean, I'm not saying this was cut and dry. That is not totally Max's fault here. But you can cut. You can cut the corner. I mean, that it's you can. It does. It goes unpenalized all the time. Yeah. Well, you know, it was it was a close one. I, I think. Um, Rob, go ahead. If you want to make another point on this. So my last point on this is so Charlie's Charlie's strong feeling that that. Ocon, it was right to be penalized, seems to hinge solely on the fact that Ocon wasn't racing him for a position. And I I understand that that is the steward's position. I disagree with that. I think that should be changed going forward. I think that whoever's, if you're trying to pass somebody, unless you're being blue flagged. So what's the difference? Under that theory, let's get rid of the blue flag. Racing's racing. Race all the time. Pass them fair and square. Your car is faster. You, you, you know, you're the one saying that the the car in... I'm saying that the the car... This is a very rare situation because the car in the back was lapped, but it was also faster. You rarely have that. I'm taking your absurd position where <laughs> they should not defer to the race leader and taking it one step further and saying... Get rid of blue flags. It's all racing. They should never have to slow down. Because, you know, when that race leader's coming up on that pack of three of the midfield and they are all jockeying for position, it sucks when one of them has to back off and let the other two race away and, and let the leader pass him. But, all that, right. but I mean, that's not I racing that's... because they don't even have a chance. They're not faster cars. Rob is saying Ocon that doesn't have Ocon a chance. was the faster car. Ocon did not have a chance against... I mean, it, I think... Unless... I, Unless you can back this up with, there was a guy right in front of Ocon who was also two laps down that was within, I don't know, 20 seconds. This is a, that's a moot point. I don't know the, I, I, I couldn't tell you that. That's not how racing works. Like, it's cum- cumulative time. Somebody else may have been uh, not yet pitted and Ocon was in his pit window. Like Ocon should not have to hold up because Max is managing his tires and is in P1 at the moment. So, yes, he should. I think I think um, Lewis made a couple comments in the you know afterwards that were I think pretty telling. Where one he said I think he made a comment to Max saying that he's allowed to unlap himself, right? Like kind of challenging Max's decision, um, and then he also made a thing about you know he had nothing to lose, you did. So I think those two comments I think tell tell you all you need to know that that Lewis, the best driver in the world. Um, what he thought about the situation. That's how I took it. Max oh, made no, a mistake. That's Lewis, not really, that's Lewis not really saying anything besides... He's saying a lot there. Escon can pass and should have him by, but it doesn't about the incident of who was at fault. Yeah. I can't wait to see... Max. Max has a real reputation now you saw it in austin where lewis gave him a really wide berth you can see it elsewhere max max does not back out and so other drivers know it and they give him more space that works now because he's like winner bust 
he's going to have to change. He cannot have this driving style if he's going to be a champion. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I agree with you. I think he will. I think he will make that change. I think I, I mentioned this on the last podcast that I thought he has matured greatly from either. I think the beginning of this year, even he's made a lot of strides um, after Horner kind of ripped him apart. Um, and I think he'll figure it out. I mean, he's a young guy. He's so much. He's so talented, and I think he will figure this out. But I, All right, well, you know, I I don't like him. But I think he. I think we're going to get to this. Is he is awesome for the sport. You need a guy like that to see him shoving Ocon in the chest afterwards. Yeah, I mean, so that, that was like WWE stuff. You're stealing. You're stealing my thunder because uh, your comment about how he's matured is the perfect segue to what happened after the tr- after the race, where as you said, he walked up to Ocon to kind of say, "What's your problem?" and then just shoved Ocon. So, you know, that's that's entertaining. We're talking about it. I don't think anybody's saying that shows maturity. No, that that does not show maturity. Absolutely not. Where's the the maturity? I was saying that that, he didn't give give Ocon any room in turn two. Yes, he He lost the lead, and then he shoved him after the race. But you have to to admit that his performance in the second half of the season compared to the first, where he was making mistake after mistake— I think he showed a lot of restraint early on in races where he didn't go for a, a kind of a crazy pass or, you know, whatever, an overtake in certain areas where earlier in the year he would have and he would have just ruined his race. In the second half, he did much better at that. And he still has a ways I, to go, I admit that, but he is getting better. I will concede that he's being, he is more manageable in the second half and he's being more conservative on tires when he needs to it's showing that he can uh be trained like a a simple dog um i do have to say i agree max is great for f1 because he is such a goddamn asshole he is the villain that f1 needs he's hateable it's great he's very hateable he i mean how like pouty he is Andrew, by saying hateable, you almost make it sound like there's an option not to hate him. Well, Charlie doesn't hate him. Charlie? Charlie, are you proud you proud that he's driving your car? Um I'm rooting for him. I don't know if I'm I don't think he should have been doing the shoving, but I I think it's great <laughs> for the sport. But no comments on this passing here. Just I just no, want to <laughs> Julian Paul, Julian Palmer has come out and said what Oconda did was an embarrassment. All the rules re- dictate that you give the race leader respect, um, and he thinks what Ocon did was boneheaded. And and he actually goes one step farther and says the reason Lewis Hamilton is not saying anything bad about Ocon is because he benefited from the whole thing. So you're saying the guy who writes blogs instead of racing cars is we should listen to him instead of <laughs> yeah? I would say he I would say he knows a few things more than we do. I would say his opinion's about as valid as mine because we're both <laughs> at the same stage in F1, not in it. He scored maybe like two points more than me in my F1. <laughs> also, I mean, look, if I'm Ocon, they Ocon and Max have a long running feud going back to their karting days even. And so if I'm Ocon and this and this guy is coming up and and cutting me off, I do the exact same thing. What do I have to lose? A 10-second penalty? There's no points on my license because I didn't really do anything wrong. Respect for the race leader? I mean, it's just a race win. It's not like I'm ruining anybody's championship hopes. Plus, I've got this feud with this guy. He's a dick. 
I mean, I'd do the exact same thing. I'd probably continue to do it. One one wrinkle. When you get a chance. Um, Good. Oddly enough, Ocon also has long-standing beef with Gasly, fellow Frenchman. So maybe there is something about Ocon. Maybe he acts the nice choir boy to the media, but behind the scenes, he's really, really annoying. Who knows? He's the he's the Mercedes. Uh, what's the word? Tough guy. He yeah. does all the dirty work for the team Mercedes. He boys. could be, and that would be awesome. I hope that's the case. Um, when you get a chance, watch that video I just linked to. We'll put it in the show notes. It's about a eight nineteen eighty two German Grand Prix where uh, Nelson Piquet pushes and tries to kick another driver after a little clash. So fun, fun watch. Well, we see this stuff all the time in NASCAR. I mean, they're always getting out and trying to punch each other in the face. <laughs> Watch this movie. These two guys jump out of their car immediately. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's car still on track. He jumps out and just like starts. Yeah, it's great. I, co- I completely agree. It's great for this sport. I mean, we're talking about it. It's fun. Everyone was talking about it. But I, I think that this is, this is exactly what Max deserves with his behavior, which is so like... I won't give an inch. Sure. Um, it, it works for him in, in Japan when what? he won't get out of Vettel's way, when Vettel's racing for a championship. But uh, now that he's racing for a race when a midfielder takes him out, I hope it continues. I'm going to try and get an F1 and just take him out. What is this reference to Japan? Completely. Remember when Vettel was trying to go around the, the spoon? Oh. Turn and Vettel was going on the inside, and and Max just didn't give him any room, and it, it spun Vettel out and basically ended his driver championship hopes. Yeah, we'll have to we'll link. So to he that wasn't well. giving up an actual spot in the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were same lap. That's correct. Oh, oh, so they're actually racing. Oh, so now we just want the uh, drivers to lay over for and let no, the, the look, big dogs pass. What are we talking about? Yeah, you're the one who said Ocon shouldn't try and pass because we got to when you are two later. laps down. Yes, still racing. I mean, hey, why not, Charlie? According to your theory, we should just hey, you got to pull into the pits if you're a lap down because basically you're out of it. McLaren, don't even start the race. It's not like well, realistic. That, that you're that's, win. that's fair. Well, <laughs> well, you obviously went way too far. But I agree McLaren shouldn't come out of the pits. They suck. <laughs> I mean, guys, at the end of the day, you have to admit, Verstappen acts, he's, acts so entitled. Like, who does he who does he think he is? I mean, he's son of Yacht. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. He acts like he is a world champion already. And you I You know that, that his fa- father was uh, arrested for assault? Assault of who? Another person. Wow. Do we know who it was? I'd like to find out. Maybe we can I'm get the guy on the pod. Music, duck, duck, go. Oh, good. Bold prediction. First that happens for a champion next year. <laughs> Honda Power is coming back with force. I can't wait to insert a laugh track there. That, that's good. <laughs> that, that, that's good. Um, uh, but, I mean, that I would... You know, what's his name? It said it's the greatest... Um, probably the best race of the year, and I, I can't disagree with with him. I thought that was a great race. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think Lewis. Does, do you feel good about that win? If you got that, I guess so. No, I don't. Hmm. I'm sorry, I'm having some network problems. Did you just say that was one of the greatest races of the year? 
Yeah, what's his name said that? Um, Will Buxton said it was the best race of the year, by far. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good. That that was a great race. It was a good race. Think about Rob. Here's here's my. When I was watching it, I thought all of the um, the front pack they were very close together, even at the end. In some races, you've got forty second gaps between like three and four, and this race was much closer, much more dramatic. Maybe you're not. I don't know if you're talking or not. But anyway, should we do some? I had. Uh, uh, that, that, I I heard not none of that. I had a network issue. Oh yeah, I just I, you know you agreed to what I said about this being the best race of the year. Should we do some life oh. updates? Oh yeah, but first let me tell you what I just found about Yoss Verstappen and Max's dad. This explains the entitled assholery that we see. <laughs> um, in. 2008, he was given, he was a fine and three months suspended jail time over an assault case involving his ex-wife. What? Ten years before that, he was convicted of assault after fracturing a man's skull at a cart track. Oh my gosh. Wow. That is, that explains a lot. (laughs) It's not a good look for the Verstappen family. Oh my gosh. I mean, the guy is a psychopath, Max. Certified. No, they're both psychopaths. What about Max's sister? I'd be scared of her. No guy should date her. She will kill him. I mean, that goes without saying, yeah. I mean, she's ugly as a dog. Oh. But facts are facts. Mm. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, a couple other things. Uh, well, let's do out- life updates. Yeah, let's do some life updates. Our closing topics. Rob? Uh, you put me on the spot. Come back to me. I will go. Um, <laughs> lovely long weekend. I had Monday off this past week for Veterans Day. Respect the troops. Um, <laughs> lovely time up in Vermont with Rob, Annie, the two chilling, uh, Chris O'Brien. Jan Mitchell, Sean and Katie, Becky, a nice little meld of the families there. We had some outside time, took the dogs out, lots of deer hunters up there. Um, and then kind of normal week, but nice weekend upcoming, celebrating Josh Luthie's birthday. Happy birthday, Josh. I'm running a, a relay half marathon with Becky, so she's doing, I think, like uh, eight miles. I'm doing five miles, so that should be pretty fun. And then uh, happy birthday to Ladybird too tomorrow. So that's what's going on in my life. Lots of birthdays. Nice. And shout out to our good, 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 good friend, listener of the pod, Brian Spring. Also his birthday this past week. Oh yeah, is he a listener of the pod? Maybe. No, he doesn't. Um, you want me to go, Rob? Or do you? Or are you ready? Yeah. No, you go. Um, heading down to Jersey this weekend. Early start to the Thanksgiving break. Um. Spent a couple days in Jersey, a couple days in D.C., back to Jersey. Taking Coppin on a long car ride, so let's see how he does. He got a cut haircut today, so it's looking really fly. Fresh. Has the face coming in. Face is growing in. Um, and he's, he's, he's getting much better behaved. He's doing great at class. Those classes are really paying off. I'm glad we're doing them. Two weeks Charlie, how are your classes coming? Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two two weeks in a row, I had to go to class by myself. That is just that's tough. But I think Without Coppin and I, 
<laughs> just one dog instead of two. Ayo! <laughs> Carolyn didn't go. Um, she was on. She was in New York for for work. But yeah, not not too much else for me. I'm just happy that the snow is finally falling for Charlie, and also happy that um, Colgate football is just continuing to dominate the sports world. So we'll see how they do this weekend. Thank you. That was um, one of my life updates, which is Colgate ranked number six in the nation is taking on Army this weekend. Um, Wait a minute. They're number six in the yeah. in the subdivision? I thought the way you're talking about them, they had to be number one. You said it's the most dominant football performance we've ever seen. I They're number six? <laughs> just read an article that said they are the most dominant team in the country right now. Oh, my god! I mean, you can only play the teams on your schedule. It's They've outscored their opponents. I'm going to ballpark this, but I think it's 360 points for to about 36 points against, like a 10-to-1 scoring ratio. It's unheard of. I mean, they are destroying teams left and right. Um, so look for them to be against – Army this Saturday at noon. Big race watches all over the country. I mean, game watches all over the country, I'm sure. A um, little closer to home on Saturday when we were up in Vermont, Lexi nearly took her third face full of quills. But uh, she was barking furiously. We charged down to see where she was. She had a porcupine kind of backed into a corner. But I called her away, and uh, as soon as the I had my hand on the collar, the porcupine like scurried, scurried, trundled over to a huge pine tree and climbed up it. Wow. Um, let's see. This coming I lost uh, the dogs too. What? Oh, I almost lost my dog. How did the dogs interact? Just curious. Was Ruby also there? Or no. No. No Ruby. Um, that would have been crazy. Uh yeah, the the three dogs get along well. Elsie, Ladybird, Lexi. Nice. Um you know, big big Thanksgiving week coming up. I'm gonna do a lot of working from Newton. And um we're getting our Christmas tree the weekend after Thanksgiving. So get a get on this get on the season. Oh, great idea. I I need to get a Christmas tree. Last year I got a kind of a wimpy one. I'm trying to go out to the western mass and cut one down this year. Um, I did paint, I painted a bathroom. That was a fun project. And I'm going to try to paint another one maybe tomorrow. So we'll see. What, what color? No, which one? It's like a, the, the guest bathroom. It's like a blue gray. Fuchsia? Nice. Not fuchsia. No. Blue grays are so hot right now. Yeah. Color. Put in a new, um, lighting fixture as well. And it's just, now I love going in there. It's great. Pops. Pops. Guys, I have kind of a, um, an etiquette question I'd like to Group source. Sure. You always put down both toilet lids. No. Um, what make. do you guys think is appropriate? Like, you owe somebody else money uh, to not pay to like hold your you hold your honest debt without payment because you feel like someone else owes you money, or should you just get yourself clean and you know let other people do do, do that? that. Do like, to others as you like done to you. You definitely don't pay it because then they might just never pay you. Um, yeah, and and I think I think there is a little bit of a difference to 
to wait for them to pay you and then still pay them the same day they requested the money instead of waiting, I don't know, 16 days to pay it. So, I don't know. Gotcha. Those are two evils, I suppose. What's a few quid amongst brothers, you know? Yeah, yeah. What is a what is like a hundred dollars amongst brothers instead of eight hundred dollars that he's not paying me? You know? Yeah. I don't know what. What are these guys? Are you guys at? talking about something specific? <laughs> what are these expenses you guys are racking up? What what's being? Um, I prepaid. Here? I prepaid the um, the backcountry trip up to Canada. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and Rob was holding payment for the longest time. And and here's the other thing. He he completed my first so i had three outstanding venmo requests to him he paid the first two the two small ones and then just sat on the big one for another couple hours yeah so you tell me etiquette wise what was right uh this is ugly this could yeah. this could result in an ocon verstappen type <laughs> yeah i'd be verstappen pushing him and he wouldn't respond. And, and getting community service as a result <laughs> Charlie, no, Charlie, no you had to, to go that pick game, up huh? trash on the side of the road. I would go watch and video it. I I started this talk by just saying I need to donate more time to the community. So <laughs> it's all coming full circle. It really is. <laughs> wow. Maybe we should do our last podcast in person and have Andrew filming Charlie shoving me. We put it in front of a judge and we just get Charlie lined up. Guys, I would love to. Do we know where um where's where is John at this moment? What state is he in? Texas, Texas, Austin, right? Yeah, uh, Dallas, 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 Fort Worth area. Jeez, wow! And then he's going to Florida, huh? Yeah, Dallas, Fort Worth, not not my favorite place to go. No, definitely not. All right, what else do we have going for F one related stuff? Anything else on the docket? Last race of the year. Oh, uh, I. I uh, yeah, a couple other things. When are we going to see Williams back? I, I won't even bring up McLaren, but it's it's really sad that these two historic teams. What do we think Williams is going to do next year to get back a little bit? Anything? So, do you remember how bad Sauber was? And yeah. look at how they developed over the course of the mm-hmm. season. I Will- think, and Williams used to you know, be number four, right? Is it just a money thing, or just bad luck, or a little bit of both? A little bit of both. I think it's. I think it's more bad luck. So, well, what does everybody think? Will, will they be back in the midfield next year or another rough year? I think it's going to be another rough one. I think they got clean house. When you say clean house, you mean get rid of everybody, or yeah, the management engineers side of things. I think the drivers are good. I wonder how that works with F one. Like I know in. You know, in football and other sports, you kind of let the coach get his players in. But like, do they just redesign? Do they start the car fresh. Like, what do you? How does that? Well, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I don't think Claire Williams is going anywhere, right? Because she's the she's the Williams. Why is Rob shaking his head? I don't know. Rob, are you all right? Okay. Oh, I, I thought you were. I thought you were saying McLaren. I didn't. I heard you say. Claire, I didn't realize you were saying Claire. Oh, Claire Williams. All right. Uh, last thing I was just going to bring up. Uh, have, have people been on the Formula One website of, of late? Yeah, I was there today. Liberty Media is doing some things. You see they have a, a rival podcast out now? Let's not drop the name here. I mean, 
we don't need to do their advertising for them. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, they've they've got some good content. I think we got to step up our game. <laughs> Maybe they'll buy us out. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah, they have pretty good global partners. Unlike us, I'm sponsored by Hetty Topper this evening or Alchemist. Excuse me. I've got- I still can't believe. Danny Rick, I think, is on the verge of coming on to our show. He seems to be having like a, a bad he's having a bad go of it right now. I uh, yeah. Did you see I that tweet? No, what was his tweet? Lando so Danny Rick tweeted a bunch of hashtags like Go Danny Go and it was like ridiculous stuff like that. Just hashtag and uh Lando Norris tweeted something at him like, "You okay, hon?" And and Danny wrote back like, "I'm having a terrible time, what? dear." I mean, what is he? Yeah, I'm gonna he... find it. I'm gonna find it right now. He's having a terrible time. Like, yeah, okay, fine. His F1 car has run into some performance issues. Get out of here. You, you're top. Like, you're an absolute smoke show. You, you F1 driver. I'm having a tough time. Boo hoo! <laughs> Man rocket. I mean, oh, can you? Yeah. Jesus, I don't even know what to oh. say. Go here ahead. it is. Here's here's the. So Lando tweets a a picture of a bunch of um. Tweets that Danny Rick put. If if Dan can do it, if Dan can't do it, no one can. Danny is so cool. Dan's the man. Well done, Daniel. Cheers, Dan. Lando takes a picture of this and goes, You okay, hon? <laughs> Daniel at Daniel Ricardo. And Daniel Ricardo replies, I'm unwell, babe. Oh, so that could be anything. That that maybe Yeah, I mean joking around. Yeah, I think he, he's a big joker. I mean, I, I take back everything bad I just said about him, but um he's a funny he's a great guy. He's funny, he's I don't think he's he takes it pretty lightly. I think he he kind of sulks after the race for like an hour, and then he's he's all good. I I have to say I am a little worried that he's moving to Renault. Renault is going like the wrong direction at the end of the season. I mean, maybe that they're just tr- trialing stuff for twenty nineteen, and they've thrown in the bag for the season. I hope that's the case. Yeah, I kind of I feel you. I kind of I agree with you. I think. We could like see a lot less of Danny Rick next year. He could just be like another. I mean, he's like a, he's basically another show. Nico Hulkenberg. That would be horrible. He he is Nico Hulkenberg. Guys, one before we go, what's your what? What are you guys' um favorite uh, Thanksgiving dinner items? Brussels sprouts. What? Um, that is a wild answer. Brussels sprouts. Okay. I guess stuffing. I guess the gravy. To be honest, just any vehicle for gravy. <laughs> just dump the gravy bottle in your mouth. <laughs> That's what Thanksgiving meal is all about. I'm I mean, a big. All the food's a little meh. I'm a big. Um, I call them yams. You guys might call them sweet potatoes. <laughs> I'm a big sweet potato yams guy with marshmallows on top. Those are those are two different things, aren't they? Are they? Sweet potatoes sure. and yams are two different things, but they're often yams are often called sweet potatoes. Same guys, I have a little bit. Go same, ahead. Same family though of 
I'm not sure they are. A <laughs> uh, couple pieces of departing news. One, Colgate men's soccer just defeated UNH. UNH had previously been undefeated. Colgate's Jeez. marching on in the playoffs. Two, um, did anybody see the Trumpy Bear commercial? Apparently that was real. If you haven't, Google Trumpy Bear and watch the commercial. Mm. Uh, wild, wild stuff. If real, which I still can't believe it is. But Trump, Trumpy Bear? Should I just Google Trumpy Bear? Tr Trumpy Bear, yeah. Okay. Um, a yam is a type of sweet potato, just, just for the record. Okay. Stand corrected. But like a rectangle square type of deal? Yeah, exactly. Not all sweet potatoes are yams, but all yams are sweet I mean, are, but is that talking scientifically or just in common nomenclature? Uh, I can't say if that's science, but who knows? Let's let's follow it up with a little in-depth research yeah, research for I'll our blog season finale. I'll blog that. That's how we compete with FormulaOne.com. <laughs> <laughs> Wait All a minute. Right. Uh, question: Who who paid for this Trumpy Bear commercial? <laughs> well, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, well, I have no idea what this is. Trumpy Bear. This is amazing. Holy crap! You're watching it. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes. Trumpy Bear. Good hat tip. Good, good tip. Everybody gets <laughs> gotta watch that. Yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks, boys. Ciao. Vroom vroom. See ya. Adios.